2: Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, Tirec.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solas TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to tirerack.com slash sports. Tirerack.com, that's the way tire buying should be. Well, quite the day, quite the day, you know, yesterday you might've gone to bed with like hope and optimism. Like, ah, you know, I thought the big 10 was going to cancel their season. Then they didn't. I think I might be good. We might be good here. And then all of a sudden, yeah, not so much, not so much. That's not exactly at all. What took place. The Doug Gottlieb show is on here on Fox sports radio. Brady Quinn is our guest. He, of course, was a star at Notre Dame, a star in the National Football League, and now a star on television, normally covering, among other things, the Big Ten on Fox, where we have the game of the week. And, of course, you can also hear him here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, Brady, this thing seems to have gone sideways in a hurry. Why?
4: Yeah, that's actually a great question. It's one that I really can't answer, you know, because this does seem – Like, for whatever reason, it's a bit reactionary. You know, my understanding of the reason for the emergency meetings over the weekend where we started to hear uh, and read some of the tea leaves that were coming out from some of these meetings that there was a cardiac study that was done and that there's some concern that there could be some long-term health effects uh, from COVID on the heart. Now, you know, I would caution people only because we had read that originally about the lungs, and then there were multiple reports that came out that went back and forth that they really don't know. And so the reality is, is I think the more information we gather about this novel virus, the less we seem to really know. And out of probably abundance of caution, they're looking at trying to make sure these players are safe and aren't subjected to a virus. If they get it, that could potentially hurt them down the road, um, depending on again, that their symptoms and depending on how it affects their system. So, that is the only logical assumption for why they've acted this way because I think a postponement would have made more sense, meaning let's just wait. Let's, let's not plan on having a schedule. We don't know what we're going to do yet. You know, let's, let's maybe wait another month because you already built in the opportunity to push or change the schedule around depending on how you see fit with a conference-only schedule. So I, I don't know why they decided just to say, hey, we're going to do it in the spring instead of at least giving this fall some hope, because now you're subject to a mass exodus, in my opinion, of players who are potentially draft eligible that do not want to take the risk, and I would not blame them at all.
2: Okay, so do you think other conferences play? Because, yes, there's a story out there that that 15 players from the Big Ten have suffered some form of cardiomyopathy after recovering from COVID, right? That scares the hell out of people. The last thing you want is somebody dying on the job, you know, dying... You know, when they're when they're working out, um, you know, trying to come back. It happened to a former basketball player, Florida State, who's, they, they don't know if that's how he, that if he died from cardiomyopathy, but 27 years old and he drops dead after recovering from COVID, right? Scares everybody. Um, okay, do you think the other conferences, they'll have the same information. They may have a doctor that says, hey, the, the risk aren't as great. Do you think other conferences play?
4: Well, I mean, I, I know the SEC and the Big 12, and I think the ACC want to play. Uh, I think they look at this uh, this entire scenario and, and they're probably looking at it and understanding that putting a college football player through playing in the spring of 2021 a season as well as the fall of 2021 isn't in their best interest. And it seems to be that there are a lot of players who have voiced their opinion, who want to play. I think the coaches obviously want to play and they feel like the places where they're at is where they're most safe. So I think they want to. It'll really come down to how they handle the external pressure now that the Big Ten and the Pac-12 are making these announcements to push to the spring. That's really the question. And in today's day and age, I have a hard time believing them that the Big Ten wasn't the first domino of the fall, and you're not going to see the other Power Five conferences follow suit uh, only because of the amount of pressure social media, the media in general, uh, tends to to place on conferences that they have a different opinion, and and they might feel like what they're doing is in the best interest of the student athlete. And Doug, you know, I've talked before. I think playing this fall would be. I know there's people who who think that's careless, but but it's not when you think about the amount of of, of care they're getting yeah. while they're with the university and while they're there, uh, basically in a bubble in each one of their universities. Because uh, you're everyone's assuming when students go back, like there's going to be this rash, big outbreak with a virus, with, with these players. And the only thing I'd say to refute that is, you know, you're kind of in a bubble during the course of your season anyway. And I also know a lot of parents who don't want to send their students back to campus unless they know 100% they'll be safe. So, you know, I'm not necessarily so sure that, like, the, the campus life we're all thinking of is what's actually going to take place when some of these kids go back to campus, if they go back to campus.
2: No, I'm with you. And then the other part is this. You know, it's like, okay, you keep the kids home. They're not going to stay home. They'd be the first ever college student in the world to go like, hey, I'm home. I'm going to quarantine and stay home with mom and dad all year long. Whether they just go out to train, that's not a controlled environment. Whether they go to some friends' houses, that's not a controlled environment. Of course, they go to a bar, go to a party, definitely not a controlled environment. And now they're not getting tested. So you still run the risk of COVID, which still could lead to cardiomyopathy. The only thing is you're not getting monitored or checked for it, and you're not going to get the proper care potentially for it
4: all valid and great points. And I think the irony is for those people who try to make an argument that they should push this spring, because they're hoping there'll be a vaccine, right? Like that's, that's what the hope is. And that's why I think they're saying it's just safer to push the spring. We don't know. I mean, let's be honest. We don't know. We don't know if all these vaccinations that have been rushed are going to be ready in time. And they'll, you know, we're going to have access for all these different schools to provide for their, their student athletes. I mean, we have no idea how that, that process is going to work. So, you're hoping on that. And I also think you're putting the family members, especially older people who are more at risk to, to the coronavirus, at risk by having these young men back home, which is, you know, for the very reasons you just stated. So uh, that's something that obviously I think maybe the SEC, the ACC, and the Big 12 are actually uh, talking about right now. You know, I know it was rumored that some of the Big 10 schools, maybe the bigger brands like Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, are looking at maybe for this year trying to join another conference. I just I don't foresee that happening. I mean, I've, I've seen that stuff, and I know it's out there, but it seems like there would be a huge disconnect between the athletic department and the president of the university, the chancellors, uh, if that was the case. Um, and, and I'm not so sure that that is the case. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the Power, Power Five conferences, uh, and, and it will be interesting to see if, if we get any football or a split between the fall and, and spring this year in college football. It's
2: amazing. The students are back on campus at Notre Dame. Right. Uh, right. Cut- and
4: and my, my thing with that, too, is, you know, Notre Dame, obviously, they, they, they were the first ones to say, hey, we're sending our students back because we feel like this is, you know, we've got the proper protocols in place. We feel like this is what's best for them moving forward. And we feel like, you know, they're in good hands here. And, and, I've, and I've said this a thousand times, you know, as a former student, as a former student athlete there, I would have felt safer. On campus, there with the the care that I was provided throughout my my college career, uh, I would have felt safer there than anywhere else, and and that's just a fact. And that's how I feel. I think that's why I was more pro these players coming back and playing in the fall and then being on campus and not being sent back home.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm completely with you. And you know, you're you're sending guys into environments where you, they don't have nearly the same amenities, nearly the same care. And that's potentially what you're doing if you don't have the ca- students on campus, and if you do have them on campus, but you're not going to have football. It's very. Uh, what about the challenges to playing in the spring? You know, I've heard. Hey, if you're an NFL prospect, you're not going to play. But right. what, what? Let's say they go like, hey, let's let's do it in the spring. They do have they have had spring football, and I'm not. I, I get I get people like I'm not a dope. I understand it's just you know ten padded practices, tw- you know, and and you play a scrimmage at the end. But th- there has been football played in the spring how likely is that? And what are the challenges to that?
4: Honestly, um, <clears throat> spring ball. And then actually a season in the spring are two entirely different things. I mean, I remember times when guys would get surgery because uh, they had to get something repaired and worked on, you know, just to make it to next fall. Uh, you know, guys, these, these young men, their body need a break. And you might say, well, they just had a whole break back in 2020. Okay. Well, they're definitely not in 2021. You know, how many injuries are we going to see sustained, you know, in the fall of 2021 that came, unfortunately, because of so much wear and tear taken that took place in, the, you know, the spring of 2021. I mean, there, there's so many questions about that. And, and and I guess the last thing I'd say, and it's not really on the topic of a spring league, because you, know, you could do it. You could have your conference-only games. You could have some sort of postseason. You, you couldn't, obviously, if the other three power five conferences, you know, don't include themselves as part of it. But I just think if I was a prospect and I was draft-eligible – Especially with how it's split, it appears to be at least right now. It'd be hard for me to to want to go back and play. You know, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, and I know Trevor Lawrence has talked about wanting to play and talked about even thought about opting out. I, I would I would say he'd it wouldn't be the best in his best interest of his future if he didn't opt out if the ACC pushed to the spring. Like I just think he he should start looking to protect himself because that's what universities are doing right now. Universities—they can make it. They can make it sound like they're trying to protect the student athlete, and I think they are. But they also realize they're not going to get fans, and they're not going to get that ticket revenue, and they're not going to get concessions, and they're not going to get sponsorships. And so all of that then hurts the overall revenue they're generating. And so you could say, well, if they push the spring, you know, they'll still get some TV money. I have no idea how that's going to work out. I think everything's rapidly evolving too fast. But you know, at this point, if you're a prospect. There's there's no way you want to put yourself at risk right now when, when the university, obviously, uh, isn't doing something that's in your best interest. So it, I'm not sure what the spring the season is going to look like at all. Unfortunately, I, I don't think it's going to be the best players out there.
2: No, no, it's crazy, crazy, crazy times. If you were in the NFL, would you play?
4: Yes. Yeah, if I mean, in, and then if, I was, if I was in college football, I'd play. I mean, I yeah. don't have any reservations about going back and playing. I mean, look, the NFL as well, um, you know, I would feel extremely comfortable with the care that I was provided at every one, every one of those teams that I was at, uh, and especially with their testing protocols and everything they've done at this point. So I think the only way I wouldn't, which, I, you know, I would have, I would have signed up to play this year. I think they do allow for an opt-out if your circumstances change. You know, if something happened within my family or something became more at risk or, developed cancer or something like that that would be a different story i think you have to reevaluate but i would have no issue going back and playing right now
2: awesome stuff pretty great stuff it's a crazy day we will see you on tv covering nfl football hopefully college football as well thanks for being our guest
4: Thanks
2: for having me, Doug. All right, BQ is awesome. Brady Quinn, former quarterback, Notre Dame, National Football League, starting quarterback, first-round draft pick, Cleveland Browns. The news of the day is the Big Ten and the Pac-12 have postponed football until spring of 2021. If you say this one thing about university and how they've handled the pandemic –
1: Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
2: You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all terrain tires for on and off road adventure. Go to tireact.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of BF Goodrich tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRat.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TyRack.com/sports. TyRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Doug Gottlieb show Fox sports radio. So I, I, I understand people's frustration. I'm frustrated just like you are, you know, that you, depending upon where you get your information, I'll give you here's a perfect example. Okay. Um, and I have no idea. Dan, Dan's super busy. So I apologize, Dan, if I'm hopping in when you're super busy, but Dan, if, if I said, where do you go for your national news? Where do you get it? Uh, (laughs) um,
0: um, I, I I know you're talking about outlets. Um, I would probably be on Twitter first, but probably CNN.
2: Okay, but like so, Twitter. Yeah. Okay, CNNs. CNNs. Yeah. And and on on Twitter, do you follow CNN people? Do you follow CNN? Period. No. Do you? Fo- okay. Uh, no, I I don't. Like somehow we've gotten to this where there's actually different I, types of news. Like I don't sure. know, I don't know when we first got there. Um, you know when it started, but it's like. If you want one side of opinion, you go to MSNBC. Yeah. You want another side of opinion, you go to Fox news. Like I thought the news was like, always the same The commentary is different, but I thought the news was the same, but apparently I was wrong. And then CNN somehow positioned themselves somewhat in the middle. Right. You also have CNBC. You got C-SPAN, which is just like the whole, it's just politics, you know? Um, I so do watch go-
0: I do watch the network news is probably ABC more than any other uh, with David Muir um, a little bit of CBS with Nora O'Donnell but of the news stations of the news networks it would probably be CNN more so than Fox News or MSNBC
2: okay Ryan music when you go home uh, what what do you watch in terms of news yeah
6: I mean if to be totally honest I um, I really don't... I want you
2: to be totally dishonest.
6: (laughs) I don't (laughs) watch news on television. Like, Dan, I I follow the news by everything on my Twitter account, which follows all of them. So whenever I see something new that I wasn't previously aware of, I'll just open up the link and read what's happening. So whether it's CNN, Fox News, CBS News, whatever, I just read about it online. Like, I... am couldn't tell you the last time i personally turned on the tv and said let me turn it on to this news station other than perhaps a local news station which would be either cbs or nbc or fox
2: okay all right that's fair ramos when you're watching at home what do you watch bloomberg bloomberg okay bloomberg news yes all right that's what I, I mean. Want. You got all that money in the market. That's right. <laughs> That's right. The I, I completely first. understand. It. like, all right. Listen, it's all about the money. It's all about Ramos the, is all a all the money, a, a, Doug. Yeah, well, Ramos is a business genius. He's going to buy <laughs> us. He's going to buy us all ten times over. Completely understand, Ramos. Um, I, I, it's fascinating because depending upon which network you watch, you can get very different. Um, the information can be same, but the what's the word I'm looking for the analysis of the statistics is completely different. It's just the weirdest thing ever, right? Like you're sitting there and you're like, wait a second. I just saw this exact same news from somebody else with a completely different interpretation of what it actually means. That's really, really confusing. And I get it. I get how confusing it is. I think we all get how confusing it is. And so when you watch things, you're like, okay, well, this doesn't appear to be nearly as bad as it had previously been said to be. Um, I think that's the frustrating part, but when I hear people say, you know, they should have had a plan for this, They should months ago, they should have said like, do we not remember where we were months ago? If you go back two months ago, the curve had been flattened. We're starting to slowly open up. There was caution about opening up too quickly and the fear was. Later on in the year, after Thanksgiving, second wave, cold and flu season, it'll be worse. That was, that was the information we had at the time. And, you know, now the information obviously is vastly, vastly different, but I, I just think we're being, we're unfair to people who are in power. Right. And I'm not trying to sit here and say, I'm some writer of wrongs and I'm, def- I'm a defender of the, you know, of the lead. I just, I, I want to be fair and be honest. And if I'm being, if I'm being fair To uh, people in charge how I even feel about it probably would change dramatically if like them somebody hands me a sheet of paper that says hey cardiomyopathy has been found in 15 players that have recovered from COVID and cardiomyopathy is a heart virus and it could lead to them dropping dead you don't want that you know you don't want to be sued for that do you and my answer would be no hell no not even a little bit. So uh, I just information changes. The interpretation of the information changes. We're learning more. Like it, this is what we're understanding about the virus where you go back three months ago. They're like, hey, look, it's a very new virus. We still don't know a lot about it. And it affects different people differently. My argument would still be. Hey, I still think they're safer. You can get cardiomyopathy at home recovering from COVID. The only difference is now you can get it checked on if you're on campus and have a doctor make sure that you fully recovered before you're cleared to play. That would still be my argument, still remains the same. But the information is way, way different now than it was even a week ago, two weeks ago, let alone two months ago. And any of these guys are like, you should have done it month, two months ago, should have canceled, like, no, two months ago, we look good. Last month we had the numbers: Oklahoma, nineteen kids positive. Then no positives. Like we are figuring it out, but this thing's tricky. Be sure to catch
1: the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at three p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific.
2: Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, what a fascinating, what a what a fascinating day to be alive, right? Where you are like, man, um, you know, you got conferences fighting with other conferences and trying to figure out what they want and don't want and man i'm just completely i'm i'm just kind of befuddled a little bit i'm just you know it's like one of these things that i've seen a lot of things while on air at this time slot a lot of things but nothing quite like it and i guess like look it's easy to blame the president um and he he was a guy who said the virus would disappear disappear And, you know, he's called it the Chinese virus. He's been a very polarizing leader of the free world, but he is the leader of the free world. And he only did one interview with a sports radio show today. I think ever really. Right, I know he was on a podcast, but he's also been on. on, It was Clay Travis's show, Outkick the Coverage. So um, President Trump was on with Clay Travis. They discussed a myriad of topics. Here's part of the interview.
6: We are joined now by the President of the United States, Donald Trump. Mr. President, thanks for starting your morning with us. We're excited to have you.
5: Well, thank you very much, Clay. It's an honor. You have a great show. Well, I appreciate that. Now, I know
6: you're a longtime sports fan, so there's a lot of things I want to get into with you, Uh, but I want to start. You've been a big supporter of Tom Brady for a very long time. What were your thoughts when he decided to move to Tampa Bay, and what do you think he's going to be capable of down there? Will you be rooting for him?
5: Well, I think he's going to do a great job. You know, he's a winner. He knows how to win. That's a big thing. And uh, he's just been a great quarterback with a great coach. It's a great combination and and a great owner in Bob Kraft, frankly. And uh, he probably wanted a change. He wanted a change. And I think, you know, he had plenty of uh, teams to go to. And he picked one with, from what I understand, a good offensive line and very good receivers. He looked at that closely. I think he probably had... Other choices where they had players. I think his biggest thing is he wants to win. And uh, from what I know, and I know the ownership of the team, they'll do whatever they have to because they're fantastic people, the owners of the team that Tom's on now. And uh, I think he's going to do well in Tampa Bay. I think he'll do well. I think he'll, I don't know why it would be a surprise, but perhaps it will be. But I think he's going to surprise a lot of people. I think he's going to do great.
6: Uh, We're talking to the President of the United States, Donald Trump. Uh, Mr. President, what do you hear about the NFL? I know there's been a lot of talk. You mentioned that you talked to several different owners, Bob Kraft in particular. How confident are you that come September 10th with the scheduled opener between the Texans and the Chiefs that the NFL will be underway and everybody out there who's an NFL fan will be able to watch?
5: Well, they want to open, and they want to open badly, and they've been working with government Uh, i would say this if they don't stand for the national anthem i hope they don't open but other than that i'd love to see them open and we're doing everything possible for uh, getting them open Uh, they can protest in other ways they shouldn't protest our flag or our country have you uh, talked
6: have you talked with owners about your hope that they're going to stand for the national anthem the players uh
5: they know my (laughs) they know my my uh, feelings very well they've been expressed I think it's been horrible for basketball. Look at the basketball ratings. They're down they're down to very low numbers, very, very low numbers. People are angry about it. They don't realize that. They don't want – they have enough politics with guys like me. <laughs> they don't need uh, more as they're uh, driving down, uh, going up for the shot. You know, they don't need it. And there was a nastiness about the NBA the way it was done, too. So I think that uh, uh, the NBA is in trouble. I think it's in big trouble, bigger trouble than they understand. And frankly, ice hockey, which is doing very well, they didn't do that. They respected uh, the mores. They respected what they're supposed to be doing. And uh, they're actually doing very well, as I understand it. I don't have much time to be watching this stuff, just so you understand. It's just what I'm reading and what I'm seeing. But uh, ice hockey was, with respect, I did not like what baseball did even a little bit. And, uh, again, you have to stand for your flag and you have to respect your flag and your country. You're making millions of dollars a year to be playing a sport you'd be playing anyway. If you didn't make, they'd be playing it on the weekends. And uh, they, gotta, they have to respect their country. And if they don't, frankly, if the NFL didn't open, I'd be very happy. If they don't stand for the flag and uh, stand strongly, I would be very happy if they didn't open. With, without that, and with that being said, I'd love to see them open.
6: We're, we're talking to Donald Trump, uh, the President of the United States. And President Trump, when you uh, look at the NBA, and you just reference the NBA and all of the political statements that they're making, it seems like every time you send a tweet, a executive, a coach, a player, somebody will come out and immediately fire back at you. But yet the NBA is taking billions of dollars from China. There are all sorts of human rights violations going on in China right now. And none of the players and none of the coaches will say a word about that. Does it feel hypocritical that they will rip the United States? They won't stand for the anthem. They'll rip you as the president. But they won't say a negative word about China at all?
5: Well, I haven't noticed them sending things back at me. But I will say that you know I wouldn't be that surprised. Uh, Some are very nasty, very, very nasty, and and frankly, very dumb. Uh, But I haven't noticed that. But I will say this. The way they... uh, the way they catered to china the way they bowed to china it's a disgrace frankly and they make a lot more money here than they do from china but we have a system that allows you to disrespect your system and that's uh, uh too bad for them uh, too bad for them they don't appreciate what they have here but uh no either what they did with china and what china did to us with the with the China virus and, uh, and the rest of the world, by the way, you know, I mean, the whole rest of the world, they stopped it from going in and spreading in China, but they didn't stop it from spreading in the U.S. and in other parts of the world, including Europe, but other parts in the world, 188 countries. So uh, I watched that whole thing with the general manager of the team. Was it Houston? Yeah,
6: Daryl Morey, the general manager who said yeah. that he wanted to free Hong Kong. We're talking to the President of the United States, Donald Trump. Uh, Mr. President, much less serious in terms of uh, the plague, although uh, the virus is impacting many different parts of sports in America, including potentially college football. I know you're a big college football fan. Uh, You went to the LSU-Alabama game this past year, Joe Burrow against uh, Tua Tagovailoa, great game. Uh, You went to the national title game where Clemson played against uh, lsu why is it important for college football to be played, and what do you think you can do to help that happen?
5: Well, first of all, those those people, the people in that sport, it's just like like incredible people, and you know, like some of the coaches, like Nick Saban and and Coach O. How about Coach O? He's amazing. He's central casting, right? You're doing yes. a football movie, you got to pick him as your coach, right? And, yes. And put him in the movie. Uh, and Lou Holtz is a just a fantastic guy, a friend of mine. He's been a supporter from the beginning. And, uh, you know, just uh, just so many others. They're, they're just great people and they want to play football and they know better than anyone else. The other thing is and somebody was explaining I had actually a great one of the great doctors. He said these people are so powerful and so strong and not lots of body fat, although you could take a couple of offensive linemen perhaps and dispute that. But not a lot of body fat, uh, maybe none in some cases, you know, and they're very healthy people they you know people don't realize it's a tiny percentage of people that that get sick and uh they're old it just attacks old people, especially old people with bad heart, diabetes, some kind of a physical problem, uh, a weight problem. Isn't it wonderful that I'm of a perfect a perfect <laughs> physical specimen? It's so great. Yeah, you're 3% so body big. fat, right? That's right. I was, uh, yeah, 0%. <laughs> Didn't I have 0%? Somebody, somebody said I had 0% body fat. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. But no, but this attacks... Uh, Older people, very viciously, by the way, it can be if it's uh, the wrong person, but, you know, these football players are very young, strong people, and physically, I mean, they're physically in extraordinary shape, so they're not going to have a problem. You're not going to see people, you know, could there be, could it happen, but I doubt it. You're not going to see people dying, and many people get it, and they have, like, kids, they get it, they have the sniffles, young kids, almost none have a serious problem with it i mean literally you look i think i said the state of california almost nobody that's young had a like zero had a problem with meaning a a serious problem with this disease i mean they get better very quickly if they get it at all so i i think i think football's making a tragic mistake and you know it's interesting when it opens, I, when I went to that game, it was incredible. I went to a couple of them, and I never really did the big-time college football. I went to an Ivy League school. It wasn't quite the same. But when I went to Alabama and I went to LSU, and, you know, these stadiums are massive. You have no idea about that. It's much bigger crowds than the NFL. You know, in the NFL, you have 60. And here we had, I think, 115,000 people. And you go to see these games and uh, it's, it's, it's brilliant football. It's great football. It's the atmosphere. There's nothing like it. And you can't have empty seats. You know, if I had five empty seats, for instance, they said, when I do a rally, sir, the reason I won't do them because you can't have uh, one seat and then seven around that seat, sir, have to be empty. Oh, that'll look great. You know, you have one person and everything's fake empty around them. Can't do that. Uh, And I don't think, I'm not sure that college football can do it, but we'll have to see. You know, some sports I see. I think golf has not been hurt visually by in fact I think golf looks more beautiful if you want to know the truth. You know, instead of uh, a lot of people it'll you know, the cheering's good and certainly I guess the income is good and all, but golf works. You know what works is UFC works very well. UFC I watched that the other night and they light up the stage, they light up the cage and it's uh you know really bright they darken the arena maybe put a little silk around it who knows but uh, that works and other sports don't work basketball's not working i think basketball's not working because of the way they treated our flag and our anthem if you want to know the truth but it doesn't seem to have anything i just i looked at it and i i, I couldn't watch it and uh baseball i'm i haven't i haven't made a ruling on that yet in terms of uh, my own i haven't had much of a chance to watch it but uh, some sports are working okay, and some sports are. not But I thought golf looked really good for the PGA. I, I didn't miss the, the fans. And I think that uh, probably UFC was a very good one. I, I am not impressed. Uh, somebody told me hockey works okay. And, uh, but the, those sports are meant more for fans. I really believe that. I think they're meant more for fans. I think basketball is going to need its fans back from what I'm seeing. It looks very dull.
6: going to hit you with a sports question on your way out the number one debate among sports fans for the last 10 years probably has been who is better as a basketball player Michael Jordan or LeBron James which do you think no doubt in your mind
5: well I've seen them both Michael Jordan is plus he wasn't political so people like him better
6: That is a perfect answer. Donald Trump, President Trump, I appreciate you coming on. You're happy to welcome to come on anytime to talk sports with us. Thank you for the time this morning, sir. And good luck the rest of your term and maybe a next one, too.
5: Thank you very much. Great. Thank you.
2: All right. That was earlier today when Donald Trump, the president of the United States, joined uh, Clay Travis. He should have invited him back on to pick games, pick games, in the you know. Uh, President Trump, just just shot in the dark. Uh, would you like to be? Would you like to you know pick against me every week, games against the line? That would be amazing, wouldn't it? Hey, can I get your cell phone? I mean, you're on it all the time with Twitter, right? Text me, hit me on the hip, give me a buzz. Um, uh, you know, look, I, 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 the the amazing thing about about Trump is uh, that I mean, he does know enough about sports. He clearly does watch everything. But this this assumption that one his his ratings the the ratings that he says are down are down and they're really not, or the correlation between who watches and what they watch based upon who kneel. Don't get me wrong. I think there are people that are bothered uh, by kneeling before the national anthem. Does that keep you from watching a basketball game? I, I don't know. I don't know. They are going they're gonna kneel in every professional sport. So. And I, I, when I look at the flag, I look at something different than many people. I have a different perspective on it. I remember winning a gold medal as a coach in the Maccabi games, representing the country. And you start crying when you see your flag, understand you represent your country. And my country is not perfect. Um, I don't like the way in which some people are treated in this country. I don't like the way in which our government at times performs, but damn, if I'm overseas and I'm representing our country, I'm going to stand. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't respect your right to not stand, but it's a disrespectful act when you're supposed to stand up. You're supposed to take your you're supposed to take a hat off as well, right? Anyway. Um, but the the instant correlation between their ratings are down is cuz they're kneeling like, hey, they're kneeling in every sport. And generally ratings are pretty good because there's anything else live that's on. But nonetheless, it was entertaining and I love that Clay threw in the Jordan versus LeBron. I just I wish he would have just said, you know, Jordan's got six titles. He was in six NBA finals and LeBron only won two, right? And he had to leave Cleveland and come back. And if he said if Draymond Green didn't act like Draymond Green, then he would have, he only would have, have excuse me, only have two instead of three titles. But he didn't, he had to be Trump. Anyway, I enjoyed it. Whether or not you vote for him or have voted for him, or will vote for him, doesn't matter. My thanks to Clay Travis, let us play that from Outkick, the coverage. That's our morning show on Fox Sports Radio. The latest of the future of college football. I'll share it with you next.
0: The press. Dan Byer, what's the what's in the press? Doug, the Big Ten got it started today when they announced that they would not have sports in the fall of 2020, and that includes football. With reports saying that the league was looking to play football in the spring of 2021, then the Pac-12 made their announcement with the conference CEO group voting unanimously to postpone all sport competitions through the end of the 2020 calendar year. That includes the beginning of the winter sports season.
2: Ten. Mm. Ten. Mm. Okay, um, that obviously changes college basketball, at least for the Pac-12. Okay.
6: Um,
2: the question is now: now in the wording, does that mean no games before January one, or it's, no 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 practice? It says the Pac-12
0: CEO group voted unanimously to postpone all sport competitions through the end of the 2020 calendar year, and then it said later on the conference also announced that when conditions improve it would consider a return to competition for impacted sports after january 1 of 2021.
2: hmm okay well um yeah that doesn't mean though that that they can't have practices so Correct. like look i but think games, college basketball is yeah. trending yeah. towards yeah. starting right at the start of the year if things go well we'll see if things go well Nebraska released
0: a statement on the Big Ten's decision saying, quote, we will continue to consult with medical experts and evaluate the situation as it emerges. We hope it may be possible for our student athletes to have the opportunity to compete, end quote.
2: Yeah, look, they're going to explore the possibility of playing games. I just don't know if that's, a, if that's really a possibility. If that's a real reality. We'll step out of the world of college sports
0: and those big headlines. Spurs today routed the Rockets, who didn't have James Harden. He rested 123-105. to 105. San Antonio remains in the hunt for that 8 or 9 spot
2: in the Western Conference. Yes! Yeah, it's interesting that San Antonio, like, you know, they're fighting to hang around, I guess. And Phoenix and Portland and Memphis, oh my. Yeah. <laughs> And Phoenix is playing right now against the
0: Sixers. They're up five as they're about to start the second half. Of course, Phoenix six and zero in the NBA bubble uh, as the standings are right now. Portland's a half game back in Memphis for the eighth spot. Both Phoenix and San Antonio a half game back of Portland for that nine spot. We just kind of hit the
2: wall. <laughs> well, all teams. Well, hey, look, are... it's it's
0: going to be really interesting to see what happens there. Yeah, the NBA, by the way, will name an all bubble team and also name a bubble MVP. According to uh, the league, as both honors will be voted on really? by the media. Yeah, Can't Mark Stein right. had that information, but the league announcing that they'll have a yeah an all bubble team.
2: That's fascinating. Why?
0: All right. Maybe just because Why? of the uh, MVP ending. You know, from the regular season, quite possibly. Yeah. Who would
2: be the bubble MVP?
0: Probably T.J. Warren. Oh,
2: no! Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Devin Booker my, would the, have an argument. Devin oh, yeah. Booker. Probably Devin Booker because they haven't lost a game. Yeah. Oh, they don't no. lose a game and he scores all those points. TJ Warren's been a better scorer, but they've lost games. Yep. Yep. Yeah. The not MVP, Lou
0: Williams. No, just kidding. <laughs> 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 couple of notes from Major League Baseball, Doug. Quickly, uh, ESPN says the league had preliminary talks about holding the postseason in a bubble format.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's doable. Now, will you do it in California? Um,
0: yeah. yeah. I'm not sure. But, I
2: think that that's some of the one of the plans is that you could do it in California because you have Anaheim Stadium, you have Dodger Stadium and Petco all within a couple hours of one another, one another. You know, if you or if you, you just do Dodger Stadium, and Angel Stadium, you're 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 good enough. Keep players sequestered in one spot. Um, I know I or I've also th- heard Texas, you know, because you have hotels right there next to the new stadium. Roger that. That's also still a possibility.
0: And Stroh's bench coach, Alex Cintron, banned 20 games. Ramon Laureano of the A's, six games for their brawl on Sunday. So what happened?
2: Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. Cintron <laughs> says he never said anything about Laureano's mother. Um, but uh, reports say There was otherwise. nothing to Madre. That's because that's the big, the to Madre part is the big thing, right? All right, so look, uh, no Big Ten football, no Pac-12 football in the fall. It doesn't mean that the other three will not go. The big change is a report that cardiomyopathy has been developed by 15 Big Ten players. My challenge is when they develop it at home, I guess nobody wants the liability. Doug Gottlieb Show.
1: If you dare.
0: Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash
3: with Amex. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed.